Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Malachi Black, AEW, and Wrestling News. I think we probably better discuss all three, really. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D. I'm joined by Chopper Pete Cornell and your Jam That Champion Tempest. We are the Blackpool Content Club. Welcome to the WrestleTalk Podcast channel. If this is your first time here, please do press subscribe. Give us a little thumbs up button and all of that good jazz as we discuss what is quite a... um. Uh, outside of the CM Punk stuff, maybe the heaviest topic that I think we've done on Content Club since we launched this show. Mm -hmm. Because this is a story that has been going on, I've tracked it back since August 31st. So, like the entirety of September essentially has been not dominated by the story because Brawl Out uh, certainly Mm. covered a lot of like, you know, the first couple of weeks. But this has been a new story that has been reported by various different sources, various different outlets in various different ways and has then been responded to by those directly involved in it, who have then called out those who have reported that news. So what I'm going to do to kind of kick things off is I'm going to try as briefly as I can go through a timeline of events. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've got it all here. I've, I've literally got like all the reports as well. Um, so in case we need to refer back to anything, I can read stuff out. But as it stands, I just want to trying to get to us like to our current date but this might okay. take a while so please do bear go. with me so august 31st is where i think the, this first started and it's funny because the first like the september 1st report from fightful select is since wednesday which was august 31st there have been countless aew removes emerging from largely unsan- ups- unsubstantiated thank you unsubstantiated accounts about a ton of releases and requests of, uh, for release and my first thought was, because I couldn't find the original source, and then I just had this brief moment, I was like, bet you it's zero news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had a quick Google. More like zero sources. Sure was. It was zero news that reported that Malachi Black has asked for his AEW release and was granted it. Also told four people on total, I think they meant in total, mm-hmm. have also been granted releases. So Fightful Select, Fightful Select followed that up with that 
uh, one of those unreliable relays uh, Wednesday that Malachi Black has been released by AEW. Reps quickly shot down to Fightful as completely false and he said he's not being released. Mm-hmm. Wrestling Inc.'s Raj Giri, who is reliable, also tweeted then deleted that Malachi Black had asked for his release and it wasn't granted. We'd heard the rumor within AEW rosters that Black had been unhappy, but the reason why wasn't something we could report without confirming firsthand. That is something that's going to come up a lot around Mm -hmm. this because a lot of this story really does seem to revolve around uh, Black's mental health. Yes. And the sort of personal problems, which we're not going to go into here either, as because Black has said, which we'll get it to, he's trying to keep that private, Mm. as anyone would do. This was followed up on September 2nd by Mike Johnson, a PW Insider, who said, We can confirm that in speaking of uh, sources close to Malachi Black, there has been a personal situation weighing heavily on him, and he's privately talked about taking a long, perhaps permanent break from professional wrestling in order to deal with these issues. Uh, Then we have uh, All Out, Mm -hmm. which at the end of his six-man tag, he gave a little kiss to the fans, and he bowed on stage. And I was like, huh, I guess maybe he is done with the company then. September 7th, Fightful Select. It looks like Malachi Black is effectively done with AEW for now. Fightful Select reported last week that Malachi Black had asked for his AEW release in August, but that request was not granted. AEW, in an official capacity, has told us the rumors that he was gone from the company weren't true, but it would seem they have changed their stance. Numerous talent informed us that they have been told that Malachi Black is done with the company for the foreseeable future, with many saying that he got his release. So, we got a lot of conflicting stuff already yeah. going on here. Uh, and then Black started to be pulled from various different shows mm-hmm. and replaced with different AEW talents. September 9th, Wrestling Observer, Malachi Black waved goodbye to the crowd after his match. Tony Khan wouldn't answer what that meant. There is belief, uh, there is believed to be, sorry, I suppose that was supposed to be, this is believed. This is believed to be a personal situation that he is dealing with right now and he has be, also pulled himself off independent shows. Khan had recently noted that Black had four years left on his contract. I just wanted to it's reiterate that because I think that is an important point that will come up later. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's not confirmed he uh, was released upon asking to deal with the situation, but that is the word going round. Uh, Malachi's first comment on this was on Sunday the 18th at Prestige Wrestling, where he said, I promise you this is not goodbye, it's more, we'll see each other soon. Yeah. He then went on to Instagram Live, where it posted, put up a post on Instagram, rather, where he said, I dislike reading parts of my private conversations between myself and AEW with regards to my mental well-being on the internet. These conversations were private, not meant to be shared with the public. As by now, most people realize I'm a very private person and do not feel the need to have stuff like this out on the internet. If you've been following me longer than a cup of coffee, you're aware I've spoken about them prior, but would uh, like to be the one deciding when this finds its way to the public and not through someone else's mouth. As with anything through the lips of someone else, that story gets distorted. Secondly, to be in line with the above, and also need context. I did indeed ask for my release. The last two years of my life have lended to a lot of setbacks. Both me and my wife have been affected by uncontrollable actions from outside that resulted in loss of life, medical setbacks, career jeopardizing, suicide of a close personal friend, and close family member almost losing their life, then experiencing an injury that I was sure was the end of my career. Lastly, I've read a few narratives online regarding my release, mental health, and my personal life that I can summarize swiftly. It didn't come from me. If it didn't come from me, it didn't happen. Stuff about my conditional release, stuff in my marriage, or using said mental health uh, to leverage the or the other when I said was part, well, sorry, as I said before, wasn't part of even what was going on in the public conversations are false. My marriage is fine. I am fine. It's just going to take some time for things to say that way. Meltzer said on Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, he wanted out of AEW. I guess we'll see what happens. Obviously, he wants to go back to WWE and there's a lot of time left on his deal. I think four and a half years left on his deal. So this is where I think one of the first times where I think that's a bad bit of reporting there. I agree. Of saying, 
he obviously wants to go back to WWE because I don't think that's fair. Friday, the 23rd, on the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Uh, newsletter? Newsletter, yep. Newsletter, rather. Uh, Dave talks about how Black had been approached by WWE because there had mm -hmm. been long-standing reports that WWE were reaching out to talents within AEW to ask them to come back, either try to get us asked for their release from their contracts or when their deals are up. Malico Black was one of them. Uh, FTR was another. Swerve Strickland were the other names. There have been internet rumors that it's also Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Miro, but Five was like debunked those. Uh, however, FTR and Swerve Strickland appear to be actual cases. Swerve Strickland, in the case of Hit Row, uh, they asked if he could get his release from that so he can come back and be part of that group. FTR, just looking to see what deal they could get once they are up. Uh, and Fightful Select noted, the Wrestling Observer noted that Malachi Black was contacted by WWE and we heard from WWE sources over the past month. He'd indicated to contacts in the company that he wished he was still there. As of now, he's effectively done with AEW, but with the inability to compete for WWE for an extended period. Several in AEW management were initially of the impression he wanted to go back to WWE. There were higher ups in AEW that are of the, if they want to go, let the mentality. So I've... Just go back slightly to the, the previous point when we said maybe Dave was slightly out of line. If this is also what Sean's been hearing, he just he has said, I have heard from WWE sources that, or from AEW sources, he wants to go back. I wonder if that is kind of what Dave was saying on Wrestling Observer Radio, just put it poorly. Mm -hmm. I think so. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens on Wrestling Observer Radio that is, it's a conversation. Um, and, and it's a casual chat, uh, which then people take as hardcore reports quotes etc when maybe they're not the most fully formed or well-worded things because it's dave Meltzer. he can be a little rambly at times some people may say he is um so so i feel you like know, if you just listen because i've listened for like 20 plus years i'm just used to it now. yeah exactly um but i think yeah it, there's a lot of stuff that happens on on rescue observer radio that can kind of be not necessarily misconstrued, but just aren't necessarily the most well thought out sentences for him to say out loud. But yeah, it's a radio show. So, you know, I actually think that's an interesting topic for us to table and come back to mm. later on in this in this conversation. Yeah. Uh, on top of all this, there's also the Buddy Matthew stuff. Yeah, because Buddy Matthew said that he was taking time away and Fightful Select reported uh, we weren't giving contact as to whether or not Matthews was being released, but heard uh, numerous times over the previous couple of months that he'd expressed dissatisfaction regarding his situation. Spe specifics of that are not yet known. One source contacted Fightful after the New York City tapings and said they believed it was Buddy's last night, but that also hasn't been confirmed. Buddy Matthews on Twitter said this was all false. Mm hmm. Then Ryan Frederick on the Wrestling Observer board said the only guys that really want to go back are the WWE that is are the ones with uh, the ones who have significant others with the other company that being Buddy Matthews and Malachi Black mm -hmm. and presumably Andrade but that's a separate topic yeah, yeah. absolutely um, on the twenty sixth Fightful Select reported that Malachi Black asking for his release had several higher ups in AEW to think that he just wanted out to go to WWE and he'd. Uh, told at least one WWE talent that he wished he was still there. AEW officials also thought the situation had been smoothed out over before All Out. At least one AEW source believes that we'll end up seeing Buddy Matthews and Malachi Black back in AEW within a few months and said that AEW had no intent of releasing Black to go elsewhere last month. Mm -hmm. Also around this time, uh, Andrew Zarian had to shut down a, a Reddit thread that said, He'd reported that Keith Lee, Swerve, FCR, and Miro were approached by WWE, but he had to say, I did not report that. Mm -hmm. Again, I think that's an interesting thing for us to table, come back to. Mm -hmm. 
then we get to Malachi's response, which is long, but I don't feel like, I feel like I need to read the thing in its entirety, if you guys don't mind. Um, I just think it's fair, if we're going to talk about this, to have all the words in full. For a bit of uh, dynamic reporting, should we each take a section? Just, oh, just that's, so, that's so, nice. so it's, you know, that's not nice. just you talking the entire time. I would really like that, actually. Okay, great. <laughs> so, um, some people just can't seem to shut their F up and create things that are not there. So I have to go out here again and have a conversation with you guys. This is on Instagram Live. He did this. So guys, how many times do I have to tell you people, uh, tell people to not trust people that are not in this business? If you can't even get the years of my contract right, which is a very minuscule detail, then how are you expecting or how many people expecting those guys to even know every intimate and private detail in regards to my private business? My contract's not five years. My contract's never been five years. This is all BS. It's all lies. So, you know, I posted a statement and you could, of course, all of you have read my statement because even if you'd read my statement, it clearly reads that, uh, that my release is in quotation marks. Now, if you don't know what quotation means, it means that the author does not agree with said quote or said cho word choice. Also means it's not his wording. Uh, then it's followed by a bunch of multiple other things in regards to my marital stuff, but it even says that stuff about my conditional release and that is false. Uh, we'll pass across to uh, you, Tempest, because then he talks about the death threats that he has received. Skip over. That's always bad. Yep. Tempest. He, go, he goes on to say, I posted that statement as a summary for you to understand why I'd take some time off. Again, it's in the statement. It is in the statement. It's mind-boggling. Uh, if this isn't enough incentive for you to stop believing these people, then I don't know what it is. Because if you were a part of this whole mob that, like I said, sending me a bunch of hateful comments based on the words of someone else, then sorry, but you're dumb. You're stupid. Does anyone understand that in the time where I'm going through this stuff and I'm kind of dealing with a bunch of stuff in a very productive manner, that isn't that that exactly doesn't help. Uh, and what I hate about it is that none of these dirt sheets will take responsibility. None of these guys will take accountability and say, oh, S word, we effed up. I'm sorry. We should have probably not said that. Oh, he's going through some stuff. Maybe we should not. Maybe we should not make all these baseless uh, assumptions because again as it turns out it's not true none of it's true not one single thing of it is true he goes on to say uh so again if you were part of this mob that felt the need to send me death threats well then thank you dirt sheets because they don't care about my mental health they don't care about your mental health they don't care about your feelings they don't care about my wife they don't care about my family they don't give an s all they want is dumb clicks with stuff that they're making up because they're tr they're tying bridges between things that are no longer there they're tying they're tying things that don't exist because they want the narrative to exist but again i'm sure tomorrow there'll be a different narrative and tomorrow it'll be oh we got the wrong information oh we heard it from this don't blame us we're just reporting reporting a real person would own up to their bull s they will own up to their words and then say you know what i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that if the words come out of your mouth then you know own it just own it anyway i would like to very much go back to just working on my stuff working on my private life working on getting to the point of feeling good again so i hope that this puts all this stuff to bed i'm definitely not going to be on my social media for a while because like my god Again, guys, stop believing these things. It is unbelievable. Anyway, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks, maybe a couple months. Like I said, I'm only taking some time off. That's it. Just taking time off. There's no conspiracy to this. Just taking some time off. All right, I will see you guys soon. Take care of yourself. Stop believing any other narrative. Right now, I debunked it. There's nothing going on. Don't believe these people. Don't write. Don't believe it. Nothing. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. Everything is fine. You'll see me right back with AEW pretty soon. I'm just going to take some time. That's it. 
in response to that, because um, he then talks about there's, the there's eight, more as well, yeah, he talks yeah. about the AEW versus WWE tribalism and how he doesn't want to be an instrument for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, which again I very much agree with. Um, SRS Sean did have a response to this. He put up a, a Twitter thread that said. I'm not really going to talk more about the Malachi Black thing out of respect to him, but I want to say absolutely I care about the mental health of the performers that we cover. I never have and never will cover that aspect of their lives unless they outright ask me to. Black is one of my favorite performers, and it hurts to hear what he said, but he's absolutely within his right to feel that way. I certainly understand that if he says coverage wasn't accurate or fair, but we're always doing our best to improve excuse me, or ensure that. I wish we could cover nothing but positives, but unfortunately, that's not realistic or sustainable. But we will never cover someone's mental health, pregnancy, private illnesses, personal relationship, if we can help it, and everything's above board legally. Appreciate you all. My approach to this initially was defensive, as per usual, but thought better of it because that doesn't benefit anyone and it's immature of me. I wish Malachi Black nothing but the best personally and professionally, as everyone deserves. Pete's left the room. He has. Not entirely sure why <laughs> and don't really know how long we're supposed to wait for him to be back Sorry. but it, it's it's however long a poo takes presumably <laughs> yeah. right so that is everything that is everything that was everything that was reported i would say by reputable news sources that being dave Meltzer in, in wrestling observer that is sean ross app on fightful select that is mike johnson of pw insider hey pete hello uh and those are like the people I would say the main ones who are reporting on this news that I would say are the credible news stories. I didn't see or find any other news stories that were talking specifically about his mental health or his marriage or anything like that. So perhaps there is more to this that I haven't seen. I, I didn't go deep into the woods on Reddit because I'd rather not at times. But let's first off just kind of Give us give some thoughts about the, the the story itself and Malachi's response to it. Uh, Tempest, I'll, I'll come to you first. Gosh, I don't know how to give like a succinct answer to, to any of this. Do you want me to go to Pete first then? Uh, well, I don't know that I'll be able to come up with one in the time that we have because I think this is like a very, again, very nuanced topic with lots of layers to it. And like you said, I don't see in the reporting that we've seen and we've covered here I don't see a lot of what Malachi Black is talking about in his responses to it. Now, I also know that this is the internet, and it's very easy to just take a line from either PW Insider's report or one of Sean's reports or anything, and then just tweet it out with a little, you know, a little hyphen, and you say, this is from this source, mm-hmm. and that you don't link to the actual source, and you don't put the actual quote. And maybe that's what somebody ends up seeing. I'm not saying that that's the case here, but there is lots of that. There's a lot of just, you know, broken telephone reporting going on on social media. I also think that's the case, just to add on to that. There is every chance here that what Malachi has seen in terms of this is how people are reporting it is what other people are telling him the reports are. Mm -hmm. So rather he is a not a Fightful Select uh, subscriber. Mm. And if people are just messaging him on Twitter saying like, Sean's saying you've got mental health issues and that's why you asked for your release. Like if you're Malachi Black, then that's probably what you think Sean is reporting. The problem there is that that's media literacy on the part of the person who misread or has misattributed what Sean is reporting and is then relaying that back to Malachi Black. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, this is 
an issue, maybe a larger conversation, just about wrestling media as a whole. Is that which, because, which I really want to have. Yeah, uh, which is the, the fact that wrestling as a whole is so hush-hush, has so many secrets, and it's always been a very kind of um, closed-off uh, place to report on, because everyone, there's always secrets, there's always rumors, everyone, everything has to be close to the chest, no one likes to reveal anything about anything to do with wrestling. So all the reports that we get are saying, well, I have a source that says this. And we all just have to trust that that source is correct and that people aren't lying about having a source or not. And we, that, that is the entirety of wrestling reporting. That is, that, that's the, the actual foundation of wrestling reporting is saying, I have this source in this company that said this thing. And then we just have to trust, is that source reliable? We don't know because we don't know who the source is. You know, We can see who's reported it, but we don't know who they've spoken to to get that information. And that is why it's kind of like inherently going to be a little bit kind of like you said, like with the broken telephone stuff. It's like this person has told me this. I've reported this. And then this other person has taken that information and extrapolated it out to be this other thing. And now you're like three steps removed from what the actual initial conversation was with the source. Yeah. And that can lead to a lot of misinformation. And especially when people see like a one line that's been taken out of it. And then they fantasy book and extrapolate out from that one line to be like well i know the reason for this because i have an opinion about it yeah and then they say well this has definitely happened because of this thing that i thought of with no evidence of that and then that gets extrapolated out and then that can become truth in the internet wrestling community you know yeah. people just see one thing about bobby fish saying that he's 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 asked adam cole and kyle o'reilly to be released from aw and come back to wwe and that just became fact on the internet until bobby fish was like no and then people who actually do wrestling reporting, like Purple Titans, were like, that didn't happen. But for a while, that was fact on the internet. Yeah, it was that dark rumor. Like, mm -hmm. as Sean was actually pointing out, like that first Fightful Select report really is like, there's a lot of rumors circulating around mm. and we don't really know where they're coming from. And I, what I find interesting that you made the point there is that when it comes to reporting, things like Fightful Select or Melter, Melter, you know, they use the term, a source has told me. Mm -hmm. If we go back to that initial zero news tweet mm. that kind of kickstarted a lot of this, it was, my source has told me. Yeah. And as far as we can tell, and as far as been pretty much proven, dude has no sources. Yeah. But because he has written it in the exact same way that a Sean would or a Dave would or a Mike would, it has the same kind of weight behind yeah. it, I suppose, in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who will who are zero news apologists who mm -hmm. will say that, oh no, he does have sources. You're all wrong. Uh, when, when someone like a Sean Rossap weighs in to say, no, this is provably false. Here's why. And people go, no, Sean, you're wrong because they reported something before you and you're just jealous. And there's all this like tribalism about wrestling reporting, which is to me is baffling. It's even more weird, but whatever. Uh, but the fact there are that people who will just straight up lie. This is not the first time that this has happened. There are, Tons of things in wrestling history, people just lying about wrestling news and making up their own sources so they can get their name in the conversation of wrestling journalism. It, and people will just take that because you have to just accept to trust people. That's wrestling journalists. Or that thing that we were talking about with Andrew Zarian on Reddit. Mm -hmm. Someone just put up a Reddit post that said, Andrew Zarian of mm -hmm. Wrestling Observer has said this. Yeah. And Andrew didn't ask him be like, I never said never this. Never said that. Problem yeah. is, if you don't see Andrew posting up on Twitter, I never said this and you just read the thing on Reddit, all of a sudden, the thing on Reddit becomes your statement of truth. Yeah, exactly. yeah. it's a larger issue at that point about media literacy in general. Yeah. And I, 
I know I've heard lots of people that I very much agree with say that media literacy needs to be taught in school and oh, it, yeah. because they just there's so much on social media in particular that is just nonsense. And if you don't have the thought to think more about it mm -hmm. than just reading something and taking it at face value and then that's that's fact to you, then it's very dangerous. And what we've seen here is I've got no love for this zero zero news fella because again, that look at everything that this is kind of cascaded into. And that's not to say that there aren't other pieces of this puzzle that Malachi Black is frustrated with, but it's just a lie. Mm, yeah. Piss it, off. Because there, yeah. I mean, there may be people who are watching this and be like, well, he did say that Malachi asked for his release, and that is in effect sort of what did happen. But how mm -hmm. Malachi Black clarified, like, I didn't really, I just asked for some time off. I put release in. Uh, in quotation marks mm -hmm. and sean was saying like you know we've heard sort of rumors and things like that but zero news i'm just gonna go back and reread exactly what they they said uh malachi black has asked for his release and was granted it mm -hmm. also told four people in total have been granted their releases so that's, that's not false that's just false. categorically incorrect that's yeah. a false. lie so uh, I used to work in um, film coverage. Mm -hmm. Pre prior to this, I used to do a lot of movie film coverage stuff. And that was my trade, was reporting on news that was coming up from that. And again, like what with WrestleTalk and WrestleTalk.com does, mm -hmm. aggregating news stories from yeah. elsewhere. I had some of my own exclusives and stuff. Mm -hmm. I, fun fact for everyone, I exclusively revealed that Darth Vader was going to be in Rogue One. Mm. Look at you. I know, yeah. thank you very much. Got my name in the newspapers and everything. Lovely because, stuff. Uh, Luke Owen of Flickr and Myth reported. And that is exactly why people lie about their sources, because they want their name <laughs> to be in the conversation. You're absolutely right. I shouldn't yep. have bragged about that. Nope. <laughs> I'm setting a bad precedent. But, yep. right. but we, this happens a lot in uh, film as well. Like there, are, We used to deal with a guy uh, that used to post up a lot of fake nonsense mm. about uh, specifically the MCU. This was around like the time of when the first Avengers had just come out. So it was in that phase two era. Mm -hmm. And he just made up like thing after thing after thing after thing. Most of it based on educated guesses mm -hmm. of where the stories were heading or where movies were heading or characters that could appear. And because of some of his educated guesses being uh, correct because a lot of us also had those same educated guesses he got a lot of credibility mm. to the point where a lot of people thought that he was a legit and he had legit insider information mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is he didn't he just made up a lot and guessed a lot and sometimes got it right because a broken clock is twice is right twice a day and i think we see a lot of that in wrestling media as well i'm seeing more of it now than i have done previously but I am seeing a lot of parallels between this here with what I was seeing in uh, MCU coverage in particular and DC coverage 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. It's, and it's bad. It's bad. It's, real it's bad. very frustrating. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is where different areas of my thought process start to converge and where I start to get frustrated at more different angles of it because this this is very, you know, cut and dry, black and white, don't do this. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of things, I also get very frustrated when it then becomes wrestling media mm-hmm. and not one dip that can't do is, you know, is just doing this for a laugh. Because it's not, or trying to get clout, or whatever the case may be. It's very frustrating to me to paint all of media with the same brush Mm -hmm. when Sean Ross Sapp has time and time again come out publicly and said, we will not report on people's mental health struggles or anything of that nature, and has stuck to that and has been 100% consistent on that. I don't appreciate him being lumped in with other people who do not give people that courtesy. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, again, generalizing people in or labeling people are very, it's a very dangerous thing to do on the flip side of this argument. Yeah. And I, I don't appreciate that. No, because I, I, I went through and I did read all of the Fight Force Lake reports about this. And I actually think that Sean was relatively balanced in everything that he said. Like he even says, like you mentioned there, he has said on multiple occasions on various uh, shows and in select repo- select posts and stuff, I'm not going to report on people's private matters because that's not the business I'm in. That's a TMZ sort of mm-hmm. thing. That's mm-hmm. not the business I run. But like when you sort of read up about this fact stuff, like everything that Malachi has said in his Instagram post is more or less what Sean was saying. But Malachi has basically lumped all of the bad things together to just mean the dirt sheets mm-hmm. are bad. Don't listen to anyone who doesn't work within this industry because yeah. they're, everything they're saying is wrong. 
And the funny thing about that is, is that one of the things he really says is wrong on there is the length of his contract. Yeah, I've been, and, I wanted to get back to this yeah. point. And who was the person that said the length of his contract? Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Yeah. Heard it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, yeah. like if there's one person I'm going to believe knows the length of Malachi Black's contract, it's probably Tony Khan, mm. the man who signed it. Yeah. So I, I never, I can't quite fathom like why. Maybe he's just he didn't realize it came from Tony and just assumed it's come from the dirt sheets. Mm -hmm. But even then, like, does he not know how long it is? Because I assume Tony does. And the thing with with that is, I can totally understand if Malachi's in, you know, if he does have struggles or whatever he's dealing with right now, and being in that place of frustration and stress and just Completely. saying stuff and being like, "You're yeah, all yeah, wrong. You're right. Everything's fake. I don't care. Just shut up. Everyone, shut up." I can totally understand why he's feeling that way and just says stuff. Yeah, you're right. Even if it came from Tony Khan give him a pass on that one like man's dealing with stuff i think mean, you're absolutely right on that i i yeah, I, I, yeah you're right I, you're, I was wrong on that one you are right yeah uh, and and i think that that is an element that sometimes gets lost in i think media and wrestling reporting as a whole is these are people people's careers and a lot of like their lives are being a wrestler and that is their passion and their goal and their drive and everything and when we speculate about who's going to be released or you know whatever it's like that's someone's potential dream being crushed that we are just, you know, we try to be balanced and try to do reports and not speculation when it comes to more serious stuff like that. Uh, but sometimes that line can be crossed in, in wrestling media reporting and being like, well, this person's asked for their release. It was denied or it was granted or whatever. And there could be a lot of moving parts happening behind the scenes that we are completely unaware of. And it's probably what Black is is alluding to is that I've had a lot of private conversations that are not being shared in the public, or some of them are, which I don't want them to be, uh, and it's getting conflated with this is a bit of wrestling versus no, this is my life. Don't speculate on my life. You yeah. know, I I can totally understand the wrestler's perspective on this. I do agree with Tempest though, but that doesn't mean you should then paint all of wrestling media as bad because that's yeah. not true. There are varying degrees on the scale of wrestling reporting as to complete liars and people who are actually doing the work to report as good as they can in wrestling in a very fast-paced and changing environment like wrestling they're trying to be as accurate as they can and don't report things willy-nilly without backing it up with evidence first people like five fossil lights yeah that that is to me an important piece of all of this and i just find it's very easy for like you know Zero News in particular is just a Twitter icon. There's not a real name attached to that, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't give them the same the same benefit of the doubt of just like, well, they're a human making these decisions and, and whatnot because they're not putting that same reputation on the line like that. No. I agree that Malachi Black is a human first and a wrestler second, and I do take these frustrations and everything that he's said you know just with the grain of salt this is someone who is you know someone who is upset yeah i get that i also feel similarly on the flip side of things where sean is also a human Absolutely. and in this case i think sean rossap has done nothing wrong mm -hmm. and it is irresponsible to then shift blame onto him because he mm -hmm. and not, I, I not by name he's the one who was taking the brunt of this yes absolutely and not by name, he hasn't called out Sean Rossap, but lumping him in with the rest of wrestling media, I think is also very irresponsible. 
And I think it is just another level of media literacy that isn't being shown here. Mm -hmm. And I think all sides of this can, can learn and continue on from that. But obviously, like you said, I, I do take what Malachi has said with a grain of salt, but I don't completely absolve him either of damage that's being done from his words, you yeah. know, because yes, he's been wronged in all of this, but you know, there, there are layers to this. Like, it's not a black and white issue. And it's not, no. And it's, it's kind of, it's people's reaction to reading news, I guess, in a way, because there are apparently, I mean, going by what Malachi Black said in his Instagram live thing, there are some people that heard the story that he asked for his AEWs or a conditional release or whatever it was worded as, as you know, according to Malachi Black, it was just, I want to take some time off, and decided that their response to that was to send him death threats. Like, that yeah. is an insane leap to take, that a wrestler looked to take some time off from a company, so... I have my only way to process that information is to send that person death threats online. Like that, I, I can't quite understand how you connect those two dots together. Similarly, then, when Malachi Black is on Instagram Live being like, everyone within the wrestling media is lying to you, those people then just go and attack Sean and send him abuse online as well. So, like, no one benefits from any of, like, people's reactions to this outside of the ones who I think are being more sensible about it, which is that I, I think people who have, like, a good sense of media literacy understand that wrestling news like all news is complicated mm. and there is things over here there are things over there and this is what we do and i think it, which kind of brings us to what we do and i think it's very interesting to cover what we do say as as wrestle talk the rest talk podcast wrestling wrestle but also you know other um uh, aggregated websites mm -hmm. wrestling inc uh mm -hmm. wrestle zone all these sorts of places we gather together stories that are reported by somewhere else and we then say this is what Fightful Select are reporting. This is what Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer is reporting. Mm -hmm. This is what Mike Johnson of PW Insider is reporting. And yeah. this is what they say. So that's one element of it. And part B of that is what people understand what we do. Because... Yeah, I'm really glad you brought this up. Yeah, because I the amount of times... I mean, I've been with WrestleTalk now for five plus years. The amount of times where I have been tagged on things, saying that, you know, tagging wrestlers and things, saying that, Oh, Wrestle Talker reporting that you're doing mm -hmm. this, and I'm yep. like, oh, I, I'm not saying that at all. I'm nope. not a, re I'm not a journalist. I'm not a mm -hmm. reporter here. I'm mm -hmm. just a, I'm a podcaster yeah. that talks about wrestling news and wrestling shows. Yeah, I didn't say this at all, but because mm -hmm. I hosted the Wrestle Talk News, mm -hmm. where I have said Fightful Select have reported this, people have misconstrued that to be that I am reporting this. This is exactly what happened with this exact story this week yeah. uh, or last whenever it was i did the news when i said when we had uh, we did a, a a video last week that we said about the malachi black situation saying that he'd been granted his conditional release from aew because that was what was reported at the time he'd been granted his conditional release and he's he's gone from aew the following week we then had a video that was actually he's staying with AEW because the news has now changed and i said you know it, it, it's been reported that he'd been granted his conditional release and this is all the things that were reported before but it's actually different new reports are saying that he's still with AEW, he's taking time away but he's going to be back within a few months because that's what the new fightful select report is is saying several of the top comments of that video were it had been reported is a funny way to say you've been talking about it for several weeks and it's like 
yes we did because that's what the wrestling news was or people being like i can't believe you guys are turning turn uh, like um what's the word like for like go going against what you'd reported before it's like we don't report news we are reporting what other people have reported that's what we we're an aggregator and we put it in the form of a hopefully not too long entertaining youtube video that's what the wrestle talk channel is about yeah. is we we aggregate the news and we make it into a fun little digestible bit the the idea being that it's a bit of fun to watch it's slightly entertaining when we have our personalities injected into the news and also it's a very quick way to catch up on the big wrestling news stories of the day because there's so much wrestling news all the time yeah so it's just an easy way to catch up with it that is the the point of the wrestle talk news and a lot of people take that to say we're reporting all of these stories and it's like that media literacy like we say again they're not listening to the words that we say we say as reported by fightful select or according to dave Meltzer on the wrestling observer radio they just see the quote that we put on the screen or they hear the words that we say about the report and they go they have said that mm -hmm. and that is just a, a line that just isn't being connected at all and gets We're, lost in all of we this. are lumped within the same dirt sheet exactly category we are the dirt though, sheets although we are like the total opposite of of what that is because mm. they are like sean does incredible work of going out and getting as much information as he can do about one story before he puts it out absolutely there, which is, i think is actually quite a, a new trend within wrestling mm. media because previously it has been that like if you go back and read old observers and stuff it's like i've been told this and this one and then you follow but it's like well actually two more people have told me this yeah whereas sean will have just got his four sources together and they'll be like and then i write one big article to write what all of this is and i think it is unfair like I, and I, we don't do that no like we piggyback off the hard work that he has done to put it together into a bite-sized chunk so that everyone can get every bit of news out there as possible so i'm i'm i will never take credit for anything that sean does no. but in the same way that i don't understand the way people think i am doing what sean does yeah mm -hmm. it it's a weird disconnect that because we are talking about wrestling news therefore we must be reporting on wrestling news exactly and that is not the same thing no. at all a new a news reader mm. on the news yes is not like the the person presenting the news then throws to a reporter yes they will read here is the information now i throw to a reporter and the reporter tells you a bit more color about that yeah that news reader there is essentially what we are yes in a way yes and then we're sort of throwing to someone else to mm -hmm. give us the sort of the color yeah. information here. and the only difference between that is it's within the same company yes so you have a presenter and the reporter in the same company whereas we are not in the same company no we're just taking the reporter's work and putting it into our video yeah that's exactly it. yeah i i think it is it's kind of a, a messy situation and i think the, the the key to it here and it's a words that we've used a lot in all of this is media literacy mm. and how because wrestling news i find it to be a very interesting thing because wrestling for me is the only industry in the world that is reported on exactly the same way that every other industry is reported on whether that be politics whether that be actual news whether that be sports whether that be film whether that be music but it's the only one that thinks it's special enough to not be reported like that yeah. because very rarely do you see like movie stars or film stars having a pop at variety or the hollywood news or anything like that mm -hmm. before reporting though the exact same sort of things that get reported on in wrestling news but wrestlers and I've spoken to wrestlers that think this, think that it's unfair that wrestling news gets reported like this. And, I mean, <laughs> Bischoff and Pritchard have made podcasts that are dedicated to this subject, that it's unfair that they report on the things that we're trying to do backstage and they just make stuff up. Because it's an insider industry. It's always been so protective of everything that's going on within the we're industry. Mar we're marks. We're marks. They use that same word that con men use 
Mm-hmm. To for their victims. That's yeah. what we we are marks. Yeah. We are people who have been targeted and are being worked and fooled. Reporting on wrestling news of things that are happening backstage is exposing the business that you're not supposed to see. It is still in the mindset of this is a, a a thing that only the insiders can know about and nobody outside can understand how wrestling works. And we're not in that anymore. People understand a lot more about what happens in the backstage goings on. We understand that shows are booked and predetermined and we understand backstage politics and contracts and people signing to companies and deals and all this stuff. We understand a lot more about that now. So it's not in the same area. And when we have news reporting on backstage goings on in companies, it's the same as the rest of the world in terms of news reporting, but the people within the wrestling industry, some of them anyway, are still very protective of that environment and being like, no, this is this is our little wrestling bubble and we must protect it from outsiders. And yeah, I know it's just a a a people aren't on the same wavelength when it comes to the wrestling industry. Yes, it, it's it's frustrating again in a lot of uh, in a lot of senses because you look at something that. People like to compare pro wrestling to sports a lot of the time. And there are examples where sports is much more forthcoming with information than pro wrestling is. If it's just a matter of this per- this player has been signed to a contract for this amount of years for this amount of money. You know what their salaries mm-hmm, are. Mm-hmm. So there's more information available to the entire public. So you might not have as much of a reason to doubt the rest, the 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 reporters in that in that sense, that same information is not given willingly to the public in pro wrestling most of the time, unless Tony Khan goes on a, a show and says this person signed to this amount of this amount of term, and even still, maybe that's not completely accurate. Who who knows? He's a busy man. I'm sure he's got a lot of his a lot on his mind, but I think it is pretty unfair on the media and i don't i don't want this to be a, a woe is us where are the actual victims of things because <laughs> that, yeah. that's not that's, that's not, not the take it's not here. that's not you know that that's absolutely not the take but it is a very difficult job and and topic to report on for those who do it because you have to dig more for that information you do have to sift through people that will just openly lie to you mm-hmm. and and sift through sources, which I know Fightful Select in particular has done extensively. Mm-hmm. They don't report things from bad sources. There's no reason to, and they're smart enough to filter those bad sources out before it gets to a report. But at the same time, there's so much less information that is readily available to them, and by extension, readily available to the public. And if the public is able to look at a larger scope of information that you can more or less know to be true, they have less of a reason to distrust different aspects of this. Whereas wrestling fans are more than happy to distrust any and all sources because they don't know that. They haven't been told that from the horse's mouth. Mm -hmm. It's... Well, I, I think it's very difficult. It's very, very complicated. I, I think um, Pritchard has a lot to answer for this mm-hmm. because I think the early days of something to wrestle was Bruce Pritchard saying, "Oh, you know, Dave Meltzer's wrong a hundred percent of the time." Yeah, yeah. And he, I think, was one of the first big prominent people to tar wrestling media. Mm-hmm. Big Bucky O'Hare is here. Wrestling media as 
a bunch of lies. Mm -hmm. And I think Bischoff has done the exact same thing with his podcast to be like, everything that Brian Alvarez wrote in Death of WCW was all lies because he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So you then start to paint this argument of if you were not there, you do not know what the actual story was. Yep. Even though there's a lot of people that will have backed up what happened in Death of WCW and there are a lot of people that who back were up who <laughs> were there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who back up what Dave Meltzer reported back in the day in the Wrestling Observer who were there. But it is that sort of like you were saying that's that and you were saying about that protective aspect of like, well, we mm. can't have wrestling media be this thing that actually does expose this. And I think that a lot of that then has bred this idea within wrestling fans that all wrestling media is bad. Yeah. And that then no one trusts anything. And that's why when something like this happens, Sean is the one that gets attacked by, it, even though that Sean has actually done nothing but good reporting mm -hmm. on this scenario, to be that you made up every single thing that you wrote here. Yeah. And you're a bad person because you did that. Mm -hmm. And then that means that so I'm kind of like the wrestling industry in a way almost wins because they are just breeding mistrust amongst anyone who is trying to report on these topics. Yeah. I think it's, again, very important there, relating the situation to people like Bischoff and Pritchard. And again, I don't want to harp too much on Malachi Black for his words, because again, as we've said, this is a very difficult situation Absolutely. You know, to, to talk about in general, but he does say it's all fake or something to that effect. Like mm -hmm. it's all, if you don't hear from me, it's all lies, but you will look at a Fightful Select report and be like, well, which of these words are lies? Mm -hmm. And it's difficult to find any. And to just say, it's all fake, it's all lies. That's not fair to the ones that aren't lying to people. Mm -hmm. I've, I've said this about Pritchard's podcast multiple times, but there will be like, Conrad Thompson will read out a paragraph of The Observer and then, and then Bridget will write back and be like, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true, but that's wrong. So 100% of it is false. Yeah. It's and like, baffling. it is right. So, it, so you'd be like, yeah, he, you just said that 80% of what was written there was correct, but this 20% wasn't. So 100% of it is now incorrect. And that I think is, it actually, it's, it breeds that media illiteracy. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think that the sentiment behind that maybe originally it was in in essence to protect kayfabe because there's a lot of the dirt sheets that report on stories that are happening or swerves that are coming up because we've seen it's happened in history where the dirt sheets have, have come up with they've discovered an angle is going to happen so then well we got to change our plans you know we, we need to we need to because we, we need to yeah. swerve the media because yeah. the media can't be right uh you know it, it's exposing our business and i think that kind of sentiment of them discovering a story that's going to happen so we have to change our plans is them just protecting their own kayfabe and being like well you actually don't know anything because we're, we're you're not here is a very like um uh reactive uh, move on the wrestling industry part yeah. and i think that's where that sentiment began and now it's just grown into you shouldn't know anything about the inside workings of wrestling i mean look at how much crap dave Meltzer has gotten just for the phrase plans changed yeah mm -hmm. Or because I was gonna say because of the Krabby's called for the third man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a very good you know example. But Dave would report something and say this is planned for such, and then a week later things would change because again at, at this time you had a seventy-some year old man who changed his mind every single week. Yep. But people would rather go with the narrative that Dave Meltzer gets everything wrong than. No, plans probably did in fact change. And it's not just him covering his ass with a quick line to say like, yeah, plans changed. 
I don't understand that line of thinking. And I would, again, it all goes back to media literacy and just being able to read the exact word. Because again, I would bet that 99.9% of the people who say that do not read the words in the observer that he's reporting. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely not. Or, and actually, I think Stephen Larson, uh, they made it a really good mission of theirs this year. And it's something that I've actually got trying to do as well. It's to listen to things. Mm -hmm. So if you say like Bobby Fish on his podcast, when he uh, was talking about CM Punk, there, there are lots of articles that were written up about that. And I could just copy and paste what was written on restalk.com or take it from somewhere else and just post it into my news script. I was like, well, no, I want to go hear what he said and the context within he said, uh, that he said it within so that I have a full understanding of what is being said on this show so that I am doing the most fair and accurate version of retelling of that story mm -hmm. for the wrestle talk news and i think that's something that people don't tend to do like you're right they will just take one line from a, the arresting observer and just be like this is what dave is saying it's like well yeah but that's one thing but there's actually a, there's 1500 other words in this paragraph that you have not taken mm -hmm. that actually add so much context onto what is being said here yeah and i i think on on top of that as well uh there's the the element of uh i've completely lost my train of thought here you i it triggered a, a something when you were talking about doing listening to something for the news come back to me but i have a thought about something the only other thing i wanted to add as well and i this actually ties into uh website aggregators which i do you know we are a part of it is the and i think dave is the best example of this it's the difference between dave's giving an opinion and mm. dave reporting something yes mm -hmm. and this happens with sean as well and actually happens with like all sort of you know like wrestling reports and things like that is someone just saying like oh i think i think this might be the direction it's having a guess at where a storyline is going and then the wrestling aggregator says i was like dave Meltzer is reporting this is the plan so i was no like if you go and listen to the clip it's just amy like yeah, i think this is probably what they'll do mm -hmm. like yeah I, I you know i guess they could be doing something like this i guess this is happening over here and it's just him having a chat with a friend. You mentioned this earlier. It's just it's him having a conversational, mm -hmm. a conversational radio show. But people often take some of it out of context to be like, and then he's now reporting this. Yeah. yeah, there isn't a difference because I know having done that job for a long time, working on WrestleTalk.com as a news aggregator, that there is a difference that I would make a point to put in my reporting or my writing rather that there's a difference between Dave Meltzer reported dot, 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 and Dave Meltzer speculated dot, dot, dot. But a lot of the readers do not consider those two things the differently. Yeah. They just say Dave Meltzer said dot, 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 and then it's all the same. I, I actually, I mean, I, this is a hard one to defend because he did put in a really bad way. The Peyton Royce thing mm -hmm. from, from years back was something that was hugely taken out of context. Yeah. And I think purposefully so to make him look like the bad guy because i think wwe at that point were really on a tear to paint him as a bad guy like the do you remember the rah-rah speech thing mm -hmm. uh, that is 100 a planted story that wwe gave him so he would report it so they could then come out and have seth Rollins be and be like look at dave Meltzer reporting things wrong again like and i i think Dave fell for it and i think he got played massively there just to to clarify by the way that is Luke speculating about what <laughs> could happen, not a report from Luke Owen of WrestleTalk. No, that is, that is 100%. It was this thing that is speculation. That is speculation. That is, yes. that is speculation on my part. That is like, because I, I don't think anyone would ever say what I'd be like as reported by me. Because like, I've, I know nothing. Mm, exactly. I, know no, I know nothing, Jon Snow. Like I am, I am just a lad with a, a pretty decent platform yeah. that can share some opinions. Yeah.
and and that is it. That that's it. The end. Of, we don't know anything. That's yeah. the thing. Everyone else does the really good reporting. We just take it and then put it into video or podcast form or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So when we say stuff like it's definitely this, we're just talking about our opinions. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to clarify, just in case. <laughs> you that's very, what we're talking about. I was going to say. I, I I should have thought of that. You're right, Pete. Um, right, I think we may have to wrap this up, unfortunately, unless you thought of your point. I have, I've lost my point. <laughs> no, 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 it's gone. Aww. It's gone forever. It was about the Bobby Fish stuff. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but we are going to wrap this episode up. Thank you so much for watching. Very interested to hear your thoughts on this in the comments down below. Um, I'm always I, one of my favorite things about reading. Uh, comments left on rest talk podcast videos and rest talk videos are the ones that have been left by people who have watched a video and those who have just commented before they've actually seen mm -hmm. any of the contents yeah yep. always fun mm. but yeah please do let us know what you thought of this video and this topic in particular and uh, join us again next week for another edition of the blackpool content club uh for i mean what's we'll coming up next so tomorrow is you two doing smackdown right smackdown sure, rampage yeah. Uh, yes yeah that's happening that is happening yeah what's happening on smackdown this week it's a good question. You always ask me this and at the end stuff. of the show, and uh, we've we've gone through the SmackDown whatever. Look at it on the WWE.com site, and we're just like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> some stuff. It the the bloodline will probably do a thing. Yeah, yeah. there's no, nothing. Looks like nothing promoted yeah, nothing for next really week's announced. show. Though we are recording this on Thursday, we should yeah. note in case there's anything we announce on a Friday. Uh, Seamus to change Gunther. That's next oh, week. That's, that's the week, week after. That's the week yeah. after. The, yeah. That's the premiere thing. Yes, it? it is. Season oh. premiere. <laughs> Extreme Rules Go Home show. Same thing. Uh, but that'll be the review going up tomorrow. And then myself and Professor Dan Layton will be reviewing Raw next Tuesday. Have a great weekend, everyone. I've been Luke Owen, DAD. That has been Chopper P. Quinnell. That has been your jam, that champion Tempest. We've been the Blackpool Content Club. That was wrestling. Jam that jam. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.